welcome back to Kimboology. As this is the Rick Dog speaking, uh, this is the Rick Dog Network. Thank you for joining me. This is going to be episode 76, so that's nice. Great job, Kimboology. Uh, and I will be introducing, I got roped into another one. Yep, that's how it goes. So I don't know how I keep getting, whatever. All right, but we'll go ahead and get into it. It's going to be, so this is episode 76, Peter Horn, and uh, it's going to be Cinco de Mayo, so don't drink too much and uh, enjoy uh, enjoy Cinco de Mayo. And more importantly, it's this week is the first week in May. It is Kimbo's birthday. Oh, yes. So Peter Horn again. So I want to make sure I wish her a very, very happy birthday. Uh, very exciting. So her birthday week, we'll make sure we take care of Kimbo. So happy birthday to my queen. I love her so much and appreciate her. Uh, and really excited about Kimboology and her show that she's going to have for you today. So here we go. We're going to go ahead and get into it as I'll be introducing the minx of musicality at Rose Whip. And it's going to be Kimboology. Hello, hello, everyone. We are back. We are back. And I am so excited, you guys. You guys know how much I stand for the burlesque community. The burlesque community, they're our sister, our cousin, our cousins, okay, to the pole dancers. So I'm excited today. Uh, I have a pole dancer in, I'm sorry, burlesque dancer uh, in the building, in our Kimboology streets. Uh, They go by Rose Whip. And I just want to say I'm so excited to introduce y'all. Say hi, Rose Whip. Hello, hello, hello. So excited to be here. I, and you know what? It got, you guys, we had a little technical difficulties earlier. I couldn't see Rose's beautiful face. And I was like, I need to see your face. Give me life with that face. So we got it together. So (laughs) I I appreciate you doing this. I appreciate you uh, being a part of the show. Uh, First things first, let me just put a little respect on Rose's name. Okay. So we got the Better known as Rosewood, better known as the Minx of Musicality. Okay, that is right. And Rose, your goal here, and this is in your bio. So so basically, Rose, you are an award-winning non-binary performer. Okay, and you are based in St. Louis, but you have gone all you've gone all over, haven't you, girl? You've been over and all over the States. Okay. And then your goal here says, Rose, your goal is to make queer and black performers more visible one performance at a time. I thought that stood out to me so well. So I know I can't wait to just, you know, hear your story. So introduce yourself, say hi to the people. Hi people. I'm very literal sometimes for no reason, but (laughs) hi people. I am Rose Whip. And, you know, as it's stated right there, I am all about Um, I stand for our queer folks. I stand for our BIPOC folks. I don't take shit, to be quite honest. And, you know, while that sometimes can leave me on the outside, I'm always going to speak truth because I think in truth is where we find love um, and community. So, you know, that's that's kind of been my focus, at least since. COVID has been trying to give us a little more room to be a little more active. Um, I actually just produced um, my last production last weekend, Um, all BIPOC show, queer show. I'm really trying to not only be more, you know, bring more visibility to BIPOC performers, but now I'm trying to make sure that there are more stages 
where others can also perform. So that's kind of where we're headed. And I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about what's, what's popping off in the streets these days. So that so, yeah. sounded amazing. And shout out to you for like literally giving space for black indigenous people of color. Like we love that. And then obviously the queer community, of course, that goes without yeah. standing in our streets. We're very, very much allies in that sense. But I just want to say, you know, I saw, so basically guys, a little backstory with me and Rose with, we know each other because we both performed for Jeezy Jukes doing here in Chicago. It was about three years or so ago, right, Rose? I think it's been at least four. Really? Okay. It's been a while, right? Yeah. 2019 or 2018, something like that. I think maybe 2018. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I looked it up not too long ago, but I was like, damn, it's been that long already. Well, the pandemic, the pandemic was a blur. I mean, literally that two years, I was like, what the fuck? Like, uh, but yeah, we performed together. And that's when I got all the love from the burlesque community. And I met your, you know, your beautiful self. And I was just like taken aback. And I've stayed connected with the burlesque community ever since. You have so much respect. And, you know, um, a part of Kimboology is just kind of giving a platform to just like educate to, you know, our audience on just like, the proper, you know, terminologies or even just like the culture of yeah. burlesque, which is really what I want to dive deeper in because um, I le- I'm learning as I, everybody I interview, I learn a little more. So when it, when it comes to burlesque, like what's your story? How did you get started in a burlesque? Um, what's funny is when I first started, I was performing in amateur shows in an area called The Grove, which For anyone who's familiar with St. Louis, the Grove was like our gay, lesbian, queer, like Mecca. It was a long strip on Manchester Avenue where it was just all gay bars, all lesbian bars. Like that's all you would find. And of course, restaurants, because we love to eat here. Like (laughs) if there's something St. Louis loves, we love to eat. They Um, got some good food. I remember that when I was out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I can get into food any day, anytime. Me so, too. Me too. ADHD, I'm going to really try to stay on course. Oh, um, the struggle. <laughs> it's so real. Um, but yeah, at, this was probably back in 2014. Yeah, okay. so I started, I started performing in 2014. Okay. Um, you know, I asked uh, a producer, I was like, how do I get into this? Like, how, how do I start? I really want to do this. And she's like, how about you come do an amateur show? We'll see how it goes. Which, you know, I get it. I, I was new to the community, new to the same scene. She didn't know what I was about. Then she found out and she was like, <laughs> okay, so basically. You about it. Right. I'm right. about it. Okay. Um, so I did that for quite some time until I started taking classes and just started, it went from being something that was just fun and a Mm -hmm. hobby, something that I grew really passionate about. Um, and I mean, really the rest is history. Just been doing it ever since. That's amazing. And and, okay. So just to, just to get clarification. So you said you went and tried out the amateur amateur club was it a burlesque club was it a like strip joint like what was it like just a gay club club oh it was just a gay club okay okay was there okay cool so just like a club scene type of and were you like go-go dancing or were you performing on stage as a burlesque dancer at that time or performing performing on stage nice i've definitely done go-go all over the place okay i was probably doing i was probably go-go dancing um 
a good 10 years before I even um, stepped foot into, you know, the gay clubs that we, we used to have. So I, okay. any, any way that I could perform or dance, I was just drawn to that. I love naturally. that. It was just your spirit. Like it needed to perform. Uh, you needed to be, yeah, I love that. I very yeah. much, I very much can relate in that sense. You know, just performers have this, this part of us that we just want to like show to the world. So yeah, yeah, in any avenue we can. So shout out to you. Yeah, that's great. Okay, so it's been about almost what, nine years, right? It would say is a burlesque dancer. Yeah, yeah. so that's pretty exciting. Yeah. Now, now, it's how wild. did you, what was that? It's wild to think about now. Isn't that crazy? I was like doing yeah. the math. I'm like, yeah, you have been in this. In the, You bought about it. You bought about it. <laughs> so, well, one thing too that I like to just kind of talk about and also just kind of bring every pe- everybody's perspective that are that's in the burlesque community is like, I want to know, because, you know, obviously burlesque is the art of taking off your clothes, right? Which is very correlation with stripping, you know, obviously. So how do you feel like, what is the difference to you? This is your perspective between stripping, dancing, like, you know, being a stripper and being a a burlesque dancer. Sure. Um, I think there are some, for me, I think there's one primary fundamental difference, which is that With burlesque, that is for entertainment specifically. Like, I am there to entertain you. While there is some crossover with that with stripping, but I think for stripping, that is providing a service to the audience or to the patron, right? Like, that is something that they are specifically paying for. And I know that there's a lot of crossover there, but I think for me, that's the main difference. Okay. And also, I, I think to a certain extent, I also have a little more um, freedom to choose what, what form my burlesque takes versus someone who is, you know, a pole dancer or someone who is a stripper or maybe even someone who is, a, who is specifically a sex worker, right? Like for me, stripping is sex work. Um, and I think that's another difference between um, stripping and um, burlesque. At least from where I'm sitting, I, I feel like that's the main difference. There's okay. also a lot, there's obviously a lot more, um, there's a lot more at stake for for sex workers in general, I think, than there is for people who just do burlesque. Okay. So, so you you don't you necessarily don't say that burlesque dancers are sex workers. You think that's they're, no. they're different. They're performers, I, not sex workers. I do, yeah, I think okay. they. I think that is you know, and again, it's depending on what someone's doing. Mm-hmm. It can definitely tread that line, right? Right, and, and right. There could be some crossover, but I think in the grand scheme of things, that is the biggest difference for me. Now, what I will say is that. I do private parties. I do take my clothes off. So in a manner of speaking, yes, I also do sex work, Okay, but it's not, it's, it's not something that number one, most people probably even knew. Um, no, definitely. Yeah. Thing. And for the most part, people know me for burlesque. So you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. So basically when you're performing as a burlesque dancer, it's different than say you performing as a private party, which you would be doing more sex work. Is that, is that correct or no? I would say so. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. So. perfect. Yeah. And the thing is like, like, and I like, and I love the reason why I ask these questions, Rosewood is just literally just, I know there's people out there that want to know 
the difference, yeah. you know, but they honestly yeah. just don't know who to ask because like oh. they're not, you know, they're not in the culture. They don't really seek out these, these questions, you know? So I just do right. that as a way of just kind of like, and I like to give, I like to get people's perspective, like everybody's, you know? Everyone, yeah. Everyone's probably got a, you know, a little bit different of a take on what that means to them too. So exactly. absolutely. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, cause there's that a little bit with pole dancers and strippers too. And so mm-hmm. I always thought it was very much like annoying and like stupid to be like, Oh my God, like, don't call me a sex worker. Like I'm a pole dancer. It's like, girl, right. like we got to pay homage to where yeah. this shit came from. So oh, I have I no fucking problem. I'm like complimented. If you think I'm a stripper, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'd be like, well, you know what I'm saying? Get that money. I don't get that money. However, I I'm always <laughs> like, I'm always like pay our sisters what they, fucking, you know? So like, very much yep. that. So thank you for also clarifying that and just kind of breaking it down a little bit for the audience. I think that's yeah. really like, really kind of vital for us to just kind of talk about and just, you know, that yeah. transparency. So cool, cool, exactly. cool. Now you are based in St. Louis. However, you did perf- yeah. perform all over um, yeah. now. And then we, cause we met in Chicago. So mm-hmm. now do you find there's a difference with burlesque, like in different cities or like, like culture wise or just the audience, like elaborate a little Absolutely. bit. Absolutely. I mean, there are so many components to performing in general, right? Like um, the the audience, the people who come out to see the shows and depending on who's producing, depending on who's performing, depending on, there's so many factors. Um, what I will say is I think one of, the, one of the main differences I see or feel between Chicago and let's say St. Louis is that Chicago has a lot of shit going on everywhere. It feels like there's stuff going on everywhere, at least used to when I was traveling more um, in the Chicago area. Um, And all of those shows could be successful at the same time. Uh What I will say is that I feel like that is one of the major differences between Chicago and St. Louis because people are like, we can't have things on the same day. You know, you're going to be taking money from somebody else, da, 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 da. And it's like, well, in my mind, I'm thinking instead of just avoiding avoiding it altogether, what can we do to not make that an issue? Right. How do we craft that so that more people can can perform more often at the same time? I hear <laughs> you. Know you. What I'm saying? But like, I think those are conversations that um, the community wants to be ready for, but that also means work. That yeah. also means commitment, and yeah. I think. Just based on a lot of a lot of shit that has been going on in the community, one in the St. Louis community and in the performance community in general, I just feel like that's going to take some time. But I do feel like that's one of the bigger differences. More people are just out performing more regularly um, and it's more consistent and stable for people. Um, I will say. You know, I'm not sure if it's just because of the people that I've worked with in Chicago, but um, most of the venues I've performed in have been very intimate, I feel like. Um, very moody, which honestly is like a vibe for me. And I love okay. it. Okay. Come I'm on, just, vibe. Come on, vibe. Yeah, yeah, definitely okay. a vibe. You know, but I also realized, I'm like, huh, everything has been really, everything I've done has been really intimate there, unless I'm doing like something big, like a festival. There's, okay. there, it almost feels like there's no in between versus here. I feel like that's something that St. Louis has a little bit more to offer. Um, now, what I will say is like going to Denver, going to Oklahoma City, going to Indianapolis, like all kind, all different places. 
you know, it re- I really do think the producer who is running the show is cultivating the audience that you're going to have. So it may ah. be and just like laid back. Like I'm going, I'll be in Bloomington on Saturday and I've never been to Bloomington. I've spent most of my time in Indianapolis, but this time it's going to be a shit show type of show where oh. <laughs> everybody just gets to be silly and doing stupid shit. And like, I'm looking forward to that because I get to just have fun with the audience versus, you know, maybe having to focus on uh, being bewitching the whole time and like being super sexy and just like bringing all the va va voom, which ain't nothing wrong with that. Right. But I love to be able to be a little bit more diverse in what I bring. So okay, okay. that's something I do love about, you know, traveling too. Okay. So you get to kind of give a little different stuff. Now, do you have, you're known, you're known as the minx of musicality. So like now I know there's different types of burlesque dancing out there. So like, what would you say your type of burlesque is like? Mine primarily would be considered neo burlesque versus classic or classical burlesque. Okay. So, you know, I'm not going to necessarily be doting in in all rhinestones and everything is encrusted in crystals and all of that which there is nothing wrong with that sometimes I love to be hella extra too um (laughs) but for me neo burlesque allows me to focus on what it is I'm doing versus what it is I'm wearing okay I do feel like to a certain extent sometimes what someone's costume can be a little bit of a crutch when it comes to performing. Mm-hmm. And for me, I tend to be very raw on stage, polished, but still raw in the sense of, I'm going to make sure you feel what I'm feeling up here. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, yeah. Not, not, so, with an, not with the uniform, just with what I'm giving. Just what I'm giving. Okay. Like, you, will be, you will be, you're not going to want to look away from me. Not what I'm wearing, but look away from me. Oh, and I that's feel, right. That's why, that's what I love about Neo Burlesque because it's not going to be classical music from like the 30s or 50s. It's going to be whatever the fuck is moving me right now and I'm feeling passionate about in the time. So it might be Linkin Park one day. It might be Vogue. It might be, you know what I'm saying? And so for me, it's just a little bit more versatile in what you can do with it. Um, Though I love, I love all styles of burlesque really. Yeah. That's what's yeah. up. Yeah. No, I've definitely saw some of your performances. And obviously, you know, I was, I was there. I watched all you guys perform when mm-hmm. we met. So I just, I loved seeing that. All the different styles and like, yeah. just like characters too, you know, like yeah. that you guys could play. It's really, it was, it was, it was a show. Like you guys, Burlesque is such a like entertaining, just go watch. If you have never yeah. seen a Burlesque performance, just go, please. It's amazing. Um, and shout out to I'm... your, what was that? I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, like, shout out to your performance. It was like on the 11th, I believe. Right. It was the perform- it was the show that you you performed and you uh, you showcased. So congrats yeah. to you. Um, Thank you. So that. Yeah, that's it's big. It's 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 when you take on the role of like just putting on a whole perform, uh, putting on a whole show and performance. So, yeah, mm-hmm. the ghetto. <laughs> yeah. She was like, Ooh. oh, I know. Dealing with all those logistics. I do that, too. Yeah. I do that too. So yeah, yeah, but, but that's awesome. I like to hear a little bit more about that. So like, so basically, okay. So a little bit more to, you know, so Rose, Whip, you, what, what are your pronouns? What do you, what do you, what do you identify as? 
I identify as non-binary and I use they, them pronouns. Awesome. Yes. And I should have asked that in the beginning. Sorry, guys. I asked that kind of like privately before we got started on recording the pod, but I did want to kind of bring um, that to, to the podcast because, you know, you say you want to make a space for, you know, queer and black performers. So you, you being, you know, non-binary and your pronouns are they, them. Now, what have you been seeing, you know, just in a sense in the burlesque community have, have, you know, has it been an inviting environment? Like when it comes to like queer and black, you know, performers as opposed to like white or like cisgender people? Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I think to a certain extent, everyone has good intentions. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear that? Pause, y'all. She said, mm. you know what I mean? In. Take that. Um, in. But just like any other area in life there is no real fairy tale when it comes to race when it comes to gender when it comes to size when it comes to all these things so you know I had this this I don't know where I got it from this misconception that burlesque was this untouchable little bubble this little world where everything's great and everyone you know, is on equal footing and all of these other isms don't exist, mm-hmm. but that is not true. Right. And they exist in every area of life, whether right. we're talking about work, whether we're talking about performing, whether we're talking about family, whether, you know, it's just, that's not, I don't think that's something that can ever be completely um, escaped from. But what I will say is I think there are quite a number of people who are putting in the work who are white or white passing because I'm sorry, white passing people, y'all don't get a pass um, when it comes to advocating for BIPOC people. You don't get a pass from that. Okay. Okay. Um, You know, and also just like folks just doing the work to make sure that other people are getting opportunities that I know they haven't gotten before. Like, I, I know that is an issue. Um, I've definitely felt it. You know, when I first started, I probably wasn't also nearly as vocal as I am now, but that just also comes with the growth that I've gone through as a person. And right. that's when shit gets real. That's right. when people actually either show up or don't mm-hmm. when it's time to have those real conversations. And as much as it can hurt, as much as it can be painful and shit, sometimes downright traumatizing, depending, I know that based on where I am right now, I am in a much better place because I know that I have the people around me that actually give a shit about me, that give a shit about what I'm trying to do, that are going to support me as an artist, as a performer, as well as those that I'm also trying to support and uplift. Um, so knowing that that's something that we can all cultivate ourselves, it, it gives me some comfort when it comes to that. But I mean, it's it can be a struggle depending on you know your community and where you live. But yeah, I would say if it's worth it to you, if you are passionate about it, you will find a way to make it happen and work. So yeah, yeah. yeah. that's what I mean. Like I like that you said like the isms are everywhere. It's very true, you know, yeah. like in anything we do. And then yeah. and like, you know, like with burlesque too, you never know what people do, like say for their nine to fives. Like 
Some people are doctors. Some people are like lawyers. Some people are like, you know, just like, it doesn't matter your background because it's like like for burlesque, like for you, Rosewood, are you a full-time burlesque dancer? Do you have like something else that you do profession-wise or? I wish I was a performer full-time, but the way this mortgage is set up. Okay. um, (laughs) I am not at this time. I am a very nerdy IT person. Okay. I love it. I just, you know, I get to be that one black person in the office that's just like doting off numbers and all that. Really? I love it. I love it. So, okay, guys. So, yeah, Rose Whip during the day is in IT land. Okay. So, Rose Whip is handling all those computers. I think that's great. I like, that's what I really enjoy when I want, especially like drag, burlesque, like, Everyone has this other side to them, you know, which is yep. so fascinating. So yep. that's so cool. So, okay. So the tech world is something you fuck with too, huh? I fucks with it heavy. <laughs> heavy. Yes. Okay. Yep. Okay. So Rosa, they techie though. Okay. I love yep. that. I love that. Okay. Perfect. So, okay. So we got a little background on that. Um, mm-hmm. What about what's going on? Like summertime is around the corner. Like what are some, are there, are there shows that we should look out for? Like, you know, St. Louis, Chicago, wherever you're going to be traveling, like, let us know what's, what you're excited about. Are you working on? You know, what's funny is I'm trying to sit my ass down. I'm trying. Um, (laughs) She's like opposite. Like legit. I've had, I've had a few producers reach out to be like, Hey, so are you applying to this thing that I'm doing? Or are you doing this thing? And I'm like, no, I'm not. And that is one, I have a very hard time saying no to things. Mm-hmm. Mm. And that, that has been an, an issue for me for a long time. And then I end up feeling overwhelmed or burnt out or just tired. So for the first time in a long time, I'm actually going to try and take it easy this summer. Okay. Um, though I might, I might produce a show this summer for Pride. I don't know yet. I don't know. I'm going to make a decision maybe next month. Okay. Um, I just feel like, you know, I might as well be like hella gay and black <laughs> and like celebrate my brethren. You know okay. what I mean? Be proud um, of, the, of your queerness. Okay. Exactly. Why not? Yeah. But especially. You know, yeah. Well, cause I know like here in Chicago, we've lifted the mask mandate. I don't know about you. What about in St. Louis? Have they lifted the mask mandate? I think they either are about to or, or just did, but okay. I, I'm, I still be doing what I, I feel like I need to do. Yeah, I'm, listen, listen, do whatever you need to do. If I see people still wearing masks or they don't, I'm not, I'm good, okay? I feel good. I'm vaccinated and boosted. I'm like, I'm good. I'm going to enjoy my life, goddammit, okay, yeah. at this point. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, I've literally learned so much about Rosewood. I'm so excited. And I'm even more excited for the next segment. So before we do that, we're going to take a quick break, everyone. And Rosewood will come back and do Meditate, Masturbate, and or Medicaid. We'll be back. And we, and we will be right back, be right back after, after these detailed messages. Today's episode of the Kimboology podcast is brought to you by Faith and Flower. Faith and Flower's spiritual bath teas will align your chakras from your root to your crown. Whether you're medicating, masturbating, or meditating, you can use Faith and Flower to elevate your bath and self-care rituals. Kimbalology listeners receive 15% off their first purchase at shopfaithandflower.com. Use code Kimbo at checkout. 
And we are back, everyone. And you know what it's time for. It's time for Meditate, Masturbate, and or Medicaid. Rosewood, if you guys don't know, this is the segment, guys, where we, uh, our guests, Rosewood, will choose one or all three or two or whatever in the category and elaborate um, on something in that category. So basically, if you want to choose meditate, anything in your meditation practices, masturbation practices, or if you consume or not cannabis or mushroom psilocybin, we don't really promote um farmers big pharma i'm in this bitch but you know whatever you need to do for your uh (laughs) medicate uh purposes but yeah what do you choose rose man that's a hard one because all of those speak to my soul personally well do a little do a little little something in each i don't Mm -hmm. know it's up to you why can't you know i would say a combo platter let's do it um I'll take a little bit of each. And okay. I'm excited. On them. Okay. So. What are we starting with? Meditation, since it's just right there. Might as well. Okay. Um, so what's, what's interesting is that once the pandemic started, I fell down this like wormhole in terms of meditation. It was mm-hmm. just like. Boom. Everything about it. I need to know practicing every day, you know, also started a spiritual journey at that time. So it was just, everything was hitting me hard at once. Um, but in the best way possible, because, um, I think dealing with ADHD, depression, anxiety, all this other shit, it always made it really difficult for me to meditate number one, Um, because having my, like trying to get my brain to just like slow down or stop is just, it's hard. And if I'm sitting still, that means I'm probably thinking about something else, which is going to trigger one of a million. Mm. Okay. It's like, now how do I sit still when I have these thoughts, when I have these emotions, when I have, when I have, when I have, when I have, um, but over time, I realized that there's there's power in sitting still. There's very clarity. true. Oh my god! In sitting still, right? Um, and sit your ass down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I think I think I'll just speak for myself and and just as an observer. We keep ourselves busy so that we don't have to really take a look at ourselves in the world around us sometimes. Amen. So as much as this uh, panorama, this Panasonic. Okay, this pan dulce, Panera bread. (laughs) (laughs) Right, like all of that. As much as all of that has been really heavy, I feel like I've still been given a gift which has been this whole practice, this practice Mm. Um, and taking a look at my life, like being able to just like sit back and be like, what's going on here? Like what's happening? What is serving you? What is not serving you? Right. And, you know, a lot of that comes during meditation for me. Um, But also what am I grateful for? Um, I feel like that is also where I'm starting to realize as, as bad as things may feel sometimes, as bad as things may actually be, there is always something. 
there's always something to be grateful for. Uh Always. It's just, sometimes it may take some time to find what that is. Um, Gotta clear some shit, gotta clear some shit out of your mind to see it, to find it, to feel it, whatever. But it's there. Um, Also, that's when I was like, oh, setting boundaries is a good idea. Oh, like, you know, communicating clearly and being like, hey, this doesn't feel good to me. Uh, Let's change this versus doing the same shit over and over and over again. All of that came from from meditation for me. You know what I mean? So very, very um, cathartic experience, though sometimes it can still be a little bitch. Um, It's hard sometimes. Because you got to turn your brain. It's so hard to turn your brain off sometimes. I mean, like, not necessarily turn off, but just like, like you said, like not get in your head and talk about and like, okay, so I got to answer this email. I got to do this. All right. I got to go grocery shopping. Like, it's so hard not to think about all those things when you're meditating. Do you use any sort of like apps or music when you do meditation? Anything like that or? Yes. Um, Let me see if I can find it real quick. There is this really simple, awesome black woman led um meditation podcast it's her voice is amazing she always has music there's only one playlist that she has but like okay i go i go back to it all of the time send it to me and then i'll put it in the show notes so everyone can go in it i would love i i would love to know what it is (laughs) yes each each song or episode is a theme so oh i love that one might be for be here now, essentially being in the present, be in this moment, um, be in your body might be another one. Love your body or, you know, whatever, like each of them has a theme. So depending on where your head's at that day, look at, you can look at the list and be like, where am I, what do I need right now? And that has been, I need it. I need it. That's honestly the main one I use. If I'm if I'm meditating and doing like a spiritual bath, I have a whole playlist for that situation. Come on now, spiritual bath. Come on now. Okay. <laughs> Self-care. Whole, yes. Whole shebang bang. Um, okay. And then the rest of the time, I really try to I really try to do it on my own with with no sound, no noise other than maybe nature in the background. Okay. You know what I mean? So but yeah, so that's that's it for for meditation at least. Yeah, um, that was a great meditate segment. I love that. Please send me yeah. that playlist because I'm like, I need to yeah. hear it. Uh, I okay, I can't wait. I'm like, that's going to be so good because I always, I, I need other things. Sometimes I get bored of like the same type of meditation that I use and like apps. So I'm always looking. What do you use? I use Insight playing? Timer, Insight Timer okay. app. I love that app. It's free guys, Insight Timer app. When you open the app, there's like an affirmation that comes, like a quote, right? When you open it and there's tons and tons of guided meditations or just sounds or like if you want water rustling or just creaking or trees rustling or like ocean, like anything like that. Like it has all of that and it's free Uh and, you know, there's a huge community there. You can kind of like, you know, like connect with people on there. I don't know how... I don't know. I haven't used it for anything like that, but I just literally use it for to go to sleep and to meditate. So it's great for me. Yeah. That's awesome. I love it. That's We're all about meditation here, y'all. We're all about it. We're all about it. All right, now let's get juicy. How about we do masturbate next? Okay. Um, Oh, in terms of toys, I've been, you know what? I have been on the search for new toys. Okay. 
Okay. But like, they're not focused on the things I need them to be focused on, which is my clit. (laughs) Oh, okay. So, so, so I had uh, another burlesque dancer on the show that we just recorded actually. uh, And she was telling me about the Volta. And it like sucks. It like does. It's like a pedal mm-hmm. and it like mm-hmm. sucks your cl- something like that. It's called Volta. Okay. I haven't tried it. So I don't want to endorse anything yet because I haven't tried it myself. Yeah. However, yeah. she swore by it. Her name is Shimmy LaRue. She swore by it. Okay. So, um, so yeah, there is one. I mean, if you want to okay. check that out, I don't know. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I'm all about it though. Like in that sense of like, I want to like the whole little sucking thing. It's right in here, man. Just uh-huh. I just need, I just need the attention there because what a, like <laughs> what about penetration? Does that help you? Or, okay, penetration is great. You know what like, I mean? That's cool. I mean, we can do I mean, that. That's cool, but legit, <laughs> I don't know. My clit specifically is just I feel fireworks when that shit goes off. It, there's nothing else that feels as amazing while other things feel amazing there's nothing quite like clitoral stimulation for me okay that is where it's at and less is more and less is more subtlety she's very sensitive they're very sensitive okay so just be careful your yoni is just very sensitive so uh love it love it okay so 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 next time we talk you're gonna have to have a new uh, what do you call it? review for your for a new toy that you want to try? <laughs> Listen, it's on my to do list for this weekend. Like I'm I'm finishing my research so I can buy at least one new toy. I'm Come ready on now. Cause, yeah, because there's a lot out there nowadays. Like I'm a little rusty because I use so I my I use a uh, crystal wand, so like a chakra. Mm-hmm. Rub. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, because I'm a I'm a big crystal healer, stone. You know, I love crystals, but like that one, like like I it's an aventurine, so it's green. And mm-hmm. I just have a really, yeah, I have such a connection to it. So it, it works for you, girl. Um, plus in the past, when I studied Tantra, like the t- tantric teachers that I would work with, they said that, you know, um, vibration and things like that on your, you know, in your body is a little bit, it's it's because it's like, it's giving your body a, a false sense of like, like unexpected, like your partner can't move like a robot. Like we're not robots, mm-hmm. but, but it's fun though. I mean, come yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I can't have some fun though. So exactly. Right. Also magic. Like, what was that? And also sex magic. Like, oh. that's a whole thing in itself. But, you know, save that Come conversation for another day. But you Wait, know. sex magic. Wait, no, you need to, like, tell us a little bit deeper about what do you mean by that? Like, so, so in some spiritual practices and just in some practices in general, people use the art of sex and masturbation as magic. So as you would use, I don't know, if you're trying to manifest something, like, you may use certain you might program certain crystals for to help bring upon that manifestation. Right. Same with sex magic. Now, for sex magic, obviously, a lot of that is normally to manifest love in one's life or happiness or things along that along those lines. But like sex magic is a thing you use. You use that orgasm. You use the sex that you have to manifest the love that you want. So come on now. I to, uh, you know, I'm calling this episode sex magic. Okay. Cause I, I got the title now. That's amazing. Yeah. Sex magic. Oh, yeah. 
I'm going to okay. like do more research on that. Cause I have heard of the whole form of like coming and manifesting yeah. as you come, you know, as you yeah. orgasm and yeah. like that literally puts it out in the universe that it's going to, you know, it happens in yes. manifestation guys, whatever you want to say, if it's corny or not, it fucking works. Let me just say, okay. That intention out there, you know, it, it fucking works. So, um, so yeah. Can you imagine guys, if you're like climaxing and you're like, I want a Rolls Royce. And you come, boom. Guess what? A Rolls Royce gonna pull up on your block. I'm just playing. <laughs> I don't know if it works like that, like that. Not, not my experience, but you know, maybe there's some more powerful folks out there. You know what True. I mean? Ooh, can you imagine if you're like, yeah, like your yoni was that fire? You're like, I'm gonna manifest a fucking, you know, a Tesla tomorrow, and boom. I'm sorry. Oh. Anyways, I'm a little, you guys, you know, I'd be high. So I'd be just thinking random shit, you know. Uh, okay, cute. That was a cute yeah. masturbation segment. Now, let's see. We haven't done Medicaid. I'm excited. What about Medicaid? Man, medication for me sometimes goes hand in hand with meditation. Actually, yeah. actually a lot. Um, and back when I was able to partake regularly, that's something that I would incorporate into my practice. Um one, I am a, a, uh, I'm a low key kind of, uh, cannabis person. So I don't need no head high. That's going to put me in another place. I don't want to be. Really? I'm, I'm, I'm the body high person. Cause I'm okay. always in my head. I'm always in my head about shit. Ah. Do so you like, get a paranoia when you yes. like do some sativas? Okay. Yeah. You need and, CBD. You need CBD yes. or the other cannabinoids in there with it. Exactly. So yeah, it's yeah. too, it's too, I get it. I get it. It's yeah. It's got to be a hybrid or it's got to be, it's got to be indica. Like, you know, yeah, I just can't, I can't fuck with it. I'd be like, oh my God. Sativas. Yes. I, I wonder, know. I wonder if it's like the type, like, I mean, like, I don't know. I, I, I find this very fascinating because I work in cannabis, mm-hmm. uh, so, you know, so I basically like to just like hear, I, I like hearing everybody's first, like, cause everybody's different. Our body chemistries are different. So for yeah. you, sativas are a little too much in your, like they put you too much in your head. Yeah. And I, and when I asked, and I had G's Louise on not too long ago and she <laughs> said the same thing. She said that she only fucks with Indicas. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, no, no. I'm, I'm so sorry. Or it may be the opposite. She's like, I know. She said she's always sleepy. So she wants sativa. So she yeah, so she's like, I'm always tired. She's like, I'm always tired. So I don't need anything that helps me that helps me get tired. She's like, I need the opposite. I need sativa. I was like, wow. Okay. Interesting. Fascinating. So, no. so yeah. Now, um, now do you consume like edibles, flour, like vape? Like, are you open to that or? I love edibles because mm-hmm. that just, I, for me, I'm able to microdose a lot easier. Um, I do love vape as well. Um, when I can, just because I, one, I, I just have more control over that versus if, if I do flower with flower, I just, you get high, high. Wow. Wow. West sometimes. Yeah, you get high, high, you get high, high. I feel like, you know, hanging from the rafters or some shit, just like that flower though. Yes. Yeah. So, um, but no, I love it. And then putting that together with, so one, having something that is going to relax me physically is always going to be like a positive thumbs up in my book. Doing that in combination with something else that is supposed to relax me, something like meditation, mm. it really, it really helps bring more clarity to what I'm doing a lot faster because I'm just like, I've already let my guard down. 
I'm already getting out of my head and out of my way. Now I can make room for what this practice is for or make more room for that. So whether it's, you know, just clearing my mind or, you know, grounding myself or whatever, I tend to have a lot more breakthroughs when I do both together. Okay. Um, I, I, I guess I'm allowing myself to do it, which I hate, I hate to even use that word to describe it, but it's true. I'm, I can be a control freak sometimes. Um, and I'm, I'm slowly, I'm, I'm working on that. And those what's are some your, of What's your sign? Did I ask you that already? You I did. always want to know. <laughs> um, I am an Aries sun. So Aries suns. Okay. When, when, when was your birthday? April 11th. Okay. You're in, okay. You're in April Aries. And then do you know what your rising and your moon is? Of course I do. Of <laughs> course I do. <laughs> like um, I do this. Come on now. Um, so I am a Taurus moon. You're a Taurus moon. I'm a Taurus sun. Okay. Okay. And Taurus moon. I am a Pisces rising. Pisces rising. Taurus just, moon. You know, I'm kind of, I'm kind of settled. You know what I'm saying? I have, I have a little bit of everything in there. Yeah, you do. You know, that's yeah. interesting. You know, and I've never met anyone with a, a Taurus moon because I'm, I'm a Taurus sun and I'm a Gemini mm-hmm. moon, Gemini rising. So I have a lot of Gemini oh, in my chart. Wow. Yeah. But I'm a Taurus okay. sun through and through. My sun is strong, uh, but I had mm-hmm. to work real hard to get rid of that stubborn bull tendencies. So, yeah, I bet. Mm-hmm. I bet. But with Taurus, mm-hmm. with your moon, what does that mean, though, for you? Do you know, like with your moon being a Taurus, it's like what's what's tough for you? Um, I can't think of it. I think, I think to a certain extent, the letting go, um, ah. the letting go is very, very difficult because like, you mean there are things I can't be in control of all right, the time? Right. No, and already being a natural leader in the first sign of the Zodiac Aries, like, no, I'm supposed to be. In, in charge of everything. I'm supposed to be in front of everything all the time, but like that is exhausting and that is not sustainable. Okay. Period. Wait, so Aries um, is the first, yeah. even though it's it for is. April? Yes. Oh. In, the, in the actual Zodiac calendar, Aries is the first Zodiac. Aries. Okay. And then, and then after in that order, like Aries. I think, and- I think it's different. I think really? it's different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. This is good. Mm-hmm. I love learning about this stuff because I'm not a I'm not a professional mm-hmm. astrologer or astronomer, whatever the hell. I just enjoy. I just I like to hear if people's like signs are really do they really match? Because I I swear when I read my co-star profile that app, yeah, and I read me. I read me on yeah. that on that app. I was like, oh, who's yeah. watching mm-hmm. me my, through my life? Is this like, a Truman Show? You? Right. Like, how dare you? Right. Disrespectful, ignorant. Oh, my God. Uh, OK, cute, 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 cute. Um, OK, so we love cannabis. We love edibles. Uh, you said you vape. You said flour just really hits you good. But, you know, it's like you do flour, but it's just extra. It works very hard. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I got to be like out and about like gotcha. I need to I need to have stimulation in order to not be overwhelmed by just like sitting on the couch and having flour for some reason. I used to be able to just do that all the time. I don't know if it's because I'm getting older or what, but it definitely looks different now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. You know, I love that. Cause it's, it, it is, and it's very much like 
you know, uh, as you get, like, it can, it can progress, you know, obviously your tolerance fluctuates too, depending on like, you know, how, how heavily you use. And, um, but yeah, I mean like anxiety and like, you know, like literally like this week alone, Rose, like, I just can't even express to you. Like I've been waking up with anxiety and like I, after, and I just smoke and I feel so much better. Like it literally just like wipes away all of that. So, So, yeah. So I love that, you know, you're a fellow, fellow cannabis consumer. I can appreciate that. So, okay. Rose, you have been so fun to talk to. I feel like I've just been chatting with somebody I know for years. I love it. I love it. And, and guys, seriously, check out Rose Whip um, next time, you know, they perform because, you know, you said you're taking a little bit of a a break, which is fine because we all need rest, right guys? We need rest too. Okay. Um, But uh, where can we find you though? Um, Can we find you on Instagram? What? Absolutely. You can find me on Instagram at, at Rose underscore whip. Sometimes I change it. So if it's not that when you're looking, it's probably just going to be Rose Whip, no spaces. Um, You can also find me on Facebook at Rose Whip Burlesque um, or a Rose Whip creation. I don't know why I still have two pages, but I do. Um, I also have a website as well. Um, And I do actually try to keep up with it and, and put my events on there as well. Can't remember the site for that but you know what we'll we'll put that in the description or something yes we will yes we will yes and then i'll put your link tree is in your bio on your instagram so i'm gonna put your link tree in the in the episode so you guys can you know follow rose whip you know in their journey in burlesque and thank you so much like this has been so much a fun time i love chatting with you your aura you're giving me just like amazingness and just yeah Uh you've been really really fun to talk to so thank you for sharing your your journey with burlesque and guys definitely 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 look at me hi just can't talk (laughs) definitely check rose with whip out um and then yeah guys as always you guys can find us at kimbology podcast at gmail.com don't worry and don't forget to subscribe and leave and rates and leave a comment on apple Podcasts. you can now rate us on spotify which is exciting so definitely do that uh so yeah and then uh oh tiktok is fun guys i've been having fun on tiktok so if you haven't found me on tiktok yet have fun. I need to follow you. No, but I found you, Rose Whip, and I've been following. I found Rose Whip's TikTok. It's it's a great time too. So follow, and that'll be in your link tree as well, right? Your TikTok. Yeah. Yes. yes. So I'll just put your link tree there, and her link in the uh, Rose Whip's link tree will have all of uh, the socials. So, but right, yeah, so. guys, it's been great, and we're gonna leave you with. Uh, let's see. Go home. Take a sacred bath. Okay, maybe put a little bit of like meditation music on and just take a moment and meditate. All right. Oh, yes. Yes, full moon. Oh, my God. No wonder I've been feeling super like agitated. (laughs) Now that I think about it, that makes sense. I've been feeling like I told you, like I've been waking up with anxiety. I didn't know why. That's probably Mm -hmm. it. Interesting. I wonder what moon moon is it? Do you know? I do not. Oh, absolutely. I think it might be no, can't remember. I know I can't remember either. I can't, you guys, it's hard. If you're in this astrology, astronomy, so whatever the game, it's a lot to know. So, and some people be like, "That's some bullshit." I'm like, "Oh, whatever. Just let us be great, okay?" Uh, okay. <laughs> all right, guys. I'm gonna see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Kimbo out.
Brought to you by the Rick Dog Network. We'll shoot the damn dog.